0: Gordano! Gordano! This is uh, the Sorry Not In Service podcast. Yeah! What exciting things have you got to look forward to? You'll find out throughout the course of the podcast. (laughs) Yes. And then the rest of your life. Yes. Um, (laughs) The last show was called um, The Kaiser Chief Special, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah I forgot about that now um, I noticed something interesting when you go onto iTunes and search for Kaiser Chiefs, yeah. in the podcast section, our faces come up <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking what we might do because we haven't really got a strong name, a strong theme through this show is I think we're going to call it the internet and see how <laughs> how far that <laughs> we get with that. see if that sort of gets us some hits. So, good thinking. So well, you well, thank you uh, so um welcome to the podcast. It's called the Internet. We'll speak to you at the end. Gordano. Sorry, not in service. Bus. But where does it go? Where does it stop? Watch from sign of the lollipop. It's the REM stop. Yes, it's the Sorry Not in Service Show with Professor Simon Hoofmonitor Jones and Rear Admirable William Buter. Tonight, we're presenting from Somerset Previa Wivaliscomber Tribute Town, Wivaliscombe. Nestled in the perennially disappointing Greatest Manchester Area, Wivaliscombe has a long and proud history of willful arrogance, mixed to tepid point with a healthy dose of insipid caution. Local attractions include Unrelenting Alice's 50,000-gallon water butt that just won't quit, and Wonky Johnson's mismatching shoes, which way will he step next. Find out this, and an alarming amount more, after Insect World Dib in by the Primal Scream that, And Meg, the God Save the Queen. Sorry. In service is here for your delightment. It's Friday, the uh, 4th of April. Never you forget it. (laughs) Wow. Top start there for Sorry Not In Service. Yes, here on Friday the 4th of April on 10 Radio, Witherliskum. And don't you forget, forget it. it. Hello, listeners. My name is Simon. And for the next two hours, I shall be in this room. And for now, I am on the left. And for now, William is on the right. Again, in yes, this room. I am in this room, broadcasting to you with the clever equipment. <laughs> That's right. So, yes. we do hope you're well. Uh, and we really mean that. Ooh! What's up? If they're well, they might be outside having a BBBQ of some sort. Or they might be out having a lovely run. They might not be near their radios. (laughs) No, everybody should be listening to this. Certainly. Soon it shall be mandatory. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyway, listeners, uh, this is uh, Sorry Not In Service on the usual radio station. And, uh, William, have we got content? We have lots of content for you tonight, as ever. Promising content. Fantastic news. Lots of promising uh, content. Uh, 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 included in this content is uh, the mm. winners of our latest audio Pictionary competition. Yes. Uh, the announcing I of... we will win? The announcement as to uh, what the next competition is, once we've thought about it. What is it? And... And... Um, much more. <laughs> <laughs> Merry oh, Christmas. Dear. Merry Christmas. We came in with Night Swimming by the R.E.M. band and, of course, there was Primal Scream with Insect Royalty. Can you think of an insect royalty? It's a Queen Bee! Or a... prince. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, I never thought about it like that. Yeah, it's a Queen Bee. Yeah, of course, it's Insect yeah. Royalty. Yeah, that makes sense. Or or Duke Beedle. <laughs> yeah, or... Uh, yeah. yeah. What am I thinking of? David Icke, but it was lizards rather than insects, wasn't Yeah, it? and it was a lot of unsavory connections there. Um this is Ween with mutilated lips, is it? That doesn't sound very nice, does it? Doesn't really. It's from a concept album. Oh good. Crog. I my brain, says... William, <laughs> d- dare I ask, dare how your fortnight has been since we were last on air with our delightful listeners with with all of them, <clears throat> um, it's been lovely, Simon. It's been absolutely delightful. We had a great time because uh, we went on holling day, didn't we? We did. We went on holling day. we ten other people, and it was super cool. And we know all ten of them. We do now. Um, <laughs> we went to uh, we went to a, uh, a holiday cottage. You people might call it uh, in um, just south of Ross and Wye and um, we had it, it was to celebrate my lovely lady wife's. Upcoming face. birthday oh, yeah. uh, and her indeed her face, and um yes. we had uh, friends and family, and we had super cool, wicked time where lots of fun anecdotes, which will mean a lot to the twelve that are uh, were at this this, this 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 sumptuous weekend, but very little to the rest of you, so we're going to try and not mention it too often. I see I was thinking we could use it as the framework for the entire show from here on in until <laughs> yeah. we end our careers
1: no, no.
0: <laughs> just the, just the next two hours wow, I mean that would be such a contract, we <laughs> draw up with ourselves. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's un- yeah don't that's, do that. That's unwieldy. Uh, we're, Terrible behaviour. But we we kind of, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's given us an idea for a, uh, an email in subject. Uh, I say it's given us an idea, it's the only thing we can think of. Yep. Uh, tell us about parties you've been to. Good parties, bad parties, bad things that happened at parties, good things that happened at parties, but yeah. ideally it would be bad things that happened at parties. I think good things that happened at parties at work as well. Moments of, of sheer triumph. Please let us know of any uh, party anecdotes anecdotes, We'll say uh, yeah. email us studio at tenradio yes or you could um oh uh, uh, William yeah over to you okay you could also go to the 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 the, the, the new website, website the website on the, <laughs> on the information superhighway nice and uh, there's a little white box on the right hand side where you can place your message well, I think you'll find until the uh, until the uh, switch boxes are upgraded and you more can, of an um, information country road just let that hang. It's hanged. <laughs> and um, you could text us 77, 077 20 40. Begin your text with studio. And the final way to contact us, William, would be... Shouting. Exactly. So go forth. <laughs> Multiply. Multiply. Um, t- <laughs> 10. Radio. Yes, and to help you remember some of the occasions where sometimes you've acted like a pillock, sometimes you've acted like an excellent person, here is a song which illustrates both of those and the dichotomy of being both of those things. Hmm. Melancholy. (laughs) Am I a man? So, which are you? You're a muppet. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, just, just, uh, just. To clarify just d- yeah. I mean, uh, just, just to be open, listeners. He was sort of facing you. Yeah. You lot. All right, not me, because I'm a super cool guy. Yeah. With buns of steel. So, um, someone's William, been have reading you got Men's, Men's Health magazine. <laughs> <laughs> have you got any anecdotes? Uh, of what yours from, uh, from, recent... from from any recent party or just parties in the past parties in well i think you know illustrating the point that sometimes you say something excellent at a party when you didn't really mean to mm. i'm still rather pleased with the way that i immediately accused somebody because they were four years younger than us but looked about the same of having lived oh yes that's right yeah tell yeah. that yeah well, that's it. I oh, was out. It that was it. well. In that case, listeners, I'll I'll put some uh, meat on that tail. Uh, William uh, was uh, was. What more meat does he need? Well, what no, you're do, doing is adding just... fat, Simon. Just all right, fine fat. I'll add some, some fat steak. to it. Uh, William uh, was. Sort of we were discussing ages, you know, and the, the variety of ages at the, at the party. William asked uh, I think Fiona, implied Fiona to his left, uh, how old she was. She explained that she was uh, twenty-four. Twenty-four. Yeah. To which William exclaimed, "Christ, nice. you've lived!" To uh, absolute silence in the room. My face fell. Um, we explained the reason for the humour. I don't think afterwards. it went like that. Everybody went whoa and then <laughs> laughed because it was clearly a very funny thing to say. What kind of a monster would say that sincerely? You. Oh. I'm a monster. <laughs> I'm a muppet. <laughs> Aha! Um, Tables have turned. Don the studio. So um, so there we go. That's a, that's an example of a party anecdote, and we'll look forward to your entries later on. Now, this is a song by The Pig With The Face Of A Boy, and it's a complete history of the Soviet, Russia, and um, the rest of the song's cut off. It's a good song. Oh, well, the title of it. Yeah, and since since the party last week, I've been rather excitable because I don't often get to see people, so I've been singing this about as loudly as I could physically manage on the drive into work. It's six and a half minutes, and at the end, I've checked in the rearview mirror, and my face is almost purple. (laughs) And quite frequently recently, I've been rocking up in work with basically no voice, because at the end, I'm going... (laughs) It's a lot of joy. So that's something to look forward to, listeners. Trust me, when Gorbachev falls, if you know the lyrics, wow. It's great fun. <laughs> um, well, yeah, you see that little green button there with sort of like the flashing green light above I see, it? And is it, sort it sort press of, play? It's the play and pause button. Press that and see what happens. Where are we going? To Moscow I came seeking fortune. I am the man who arranges the blocks that continue to fall from up above. The food on your plate... And that, of course, is going to be the X-Factor single at the end of the year. (laughs) Oh Wow, I'm looking forward to that being Christmas number one. What what, what on earth was that? Uh, That was a pig with the face of a boy with, um, I think it's called a history of Soviet Russia, um, told uh, from the perspective of a lonely worker. Fair enough. um, To the music of Tetris. Excellent. Uh, and um, I went out for uh, what uh, the kids might call a cigarette uh, <laughs> whilst uh, that was being played. And I could hear William singing at the top of his voice. Nice. and yeah, well, uh, that was not the top of my voice. All right, okay. twice so, as loud as that in the car. Nearly top of his voice. And this is what I heard. I uh, Hopefully you'll be able to pick this up. They come two weeks late and they don't late but we're working to Stalin's five-year plan. And uh, that was a lovely uh, little moment for all of us, I think yeah. you'll agree. Actually, if there's anybody who um, knows people in Henleid, can uh, they just like, contact the handlaid people and apologise to them? The henlaid people? The henlaid people. Because oh, okay. actually, uh, thinking about it, when I'm on my way for an eight o'clock start, they probably don't want to hear all about Soviet Russia. <laughs> That's <laughs> a perfect Bellowed word. from a ratty old fiesta. <laughs> <laughs> and we've had an email on our subject of parties. Yeah and uh it's from a regular listener yo dar mm. uh, and it 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 it, it reads it, as it, follows yes <clears throat> i i was at a beach party and having got lot hold on jesus i was at a beach party and having got a load of firewood from the tide line i said to some visiting hells angels when were they going to get off their fat and i was ar ar asterisk asterisk s i did it oh sorry come on says... And get some wood. There was a long <laughs> silence. Then they got up and went off and brought back a tree trunk. Could have got nasty. That's from Yoda. Now, here's the fun thing Hell's Angels is, yes, of sir. course, an anagram of Shell Angels. <laughs> <laughs> Where was that party, Simon? It's by the seaside. <laughs> <laughs> Where the Shell Angels come from. That's right. Good old Shell's Angels. <laughs> do, 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 do. We are the shell angels. We are here to get wood. We like our bicycles. We like to have some fun. We are the shell angels. And then the tide comes and washes the shell angels away. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) You may have noticed, listeners, that uh, we are joined in the studio by a keyboard. (laughs) regular it? guest contributor keyboard, keyboard. and uh, the keyboard is very similar to one of the pianos that you more than likely have in your homes yes said that, that it's electronified and can make perfect notes like jules holland like jules holland and uh, that the, the, uh, the 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 keyboard will be um piping up when we feel it is appropriate <laughs> this <laughs> is uh, dragging this is uh, a song by a, a lovely man called john miller how no. lovely is he oh he's very lovely it's very lovely, and uh, I was turned on to John Miller by uh, Mr. Philip Wilson. He uh, he uh, introduced me to a chap called Johnny Do, which you, who you will have heard of. Yes, and, he goes um, to space. And Johnny put us onto Ten Radio, so so kind of you know through a friend of a friend, uh, we know Pip Wilson, and uh, this one goes out to Pip Wilson, and it's John Miller with his song "Having It All." This isn't and making it to the podcast, is it? We, no, bye. <laughs> and uh, that was John miller with with having it all william That's have you have you any more party anecdotes any more party anecdotes? yes, I was hoping you'd give one all right okay, fine um uh, think you've really appropriate uh, earliest well mine's kind of inappropriate, but only sort of looking back at the time it felt appropriate um. My, my first it kind of... so appropriate. It just felt right. Um, my first sort of exposure into, you know, the, the world of the uh, adult party scene um, was uh, on leaving school. And we had like a, a leaver's ball in a village hall and it was all kind of um, parochial. parochial. Oh, uh, and uh, a few of us uh, got uh, tanked up on a third of a can of lager and um, got a little overexcited and performed a striptease. Um <laughs> And I was th- actually, you know, I was thinking about this the other day, even before we went away for this party weekend, and how absurd it was that there was about four or five of us who got down to our keks, um dancing around in front of girls, and of course the teaching staff of Stanchester Community School. Well, that was a more innocent time. Well, I know, but the thing is, they didn't stop us. It was OK. It was a more innocent time. Was it? Yeah, it was in the decades. It's fine. Oh, fine. If it's it in the decades... it's fine. Yeah, all right. No, fair enough. So that's kind of an example of a party, isn't it? Sort of... And then I was kind of known for it. There was a group of us known for it that we'd get tanked up on, on a, you know, a third of a can of a lager, sort of graduated to half by the end of that summer, and uh, and would take our clothes off. Well, I certainly recall that wasn't it the case that in your Leavers book, you had about six artists' representations of this occurrence. Yes, you're right. Actually, yes, do I like, it, yeah, it was the thing that everybody really liked you because the others were the kind of um, athletes, not mathletes, athletes, right. and rather physically adept. Uh, whereas you, I think the t- the noise you used was kind of. Bleh. Kind of yeah, sort of like a cartoon drawings of me being a bit portly, but in my boxes. Yeah, but everybody liking you because you're wearing boxes as well. <laughs> you're wearing big flowery boxes, ladies. Simon <laughs> Lee, portly in the boxes, and then... <laughs> that's how I was known. Portly in the boxes, playing at the uh, Cotsworth Brewery, <laughs> six pound, five pound concession. Superb, uh, William. <laughs> I've got some exciting music to be playing. Uh, which is next? Um, now this this is genuinely exciting. I discovered this on the internet, the information superhighway. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, wow. It's um, hey, it's the uh, it's kind of it's the words, the lyrics from this song are taken from the diaries of former Home Secretary Jack Straw. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No. No. It's, it is, it's quite good. Yeah. It is amazing, and it's been set to music by an American band called Swalker. And um, and really, listeners, you've got to listen to the lyrics because it it. I mean, it's quite dry, the subject matter, but set to music, it's amazing. <laughs> is this it? is, the, this is Yeah, seriously. Yeah, this is the Diaries of former Home Secretary Jack Straw, set to music by the pop group Swalker. So um, do enjoy. And if one day I should become a singer with a Spanish bum who sings for women of great virtue... Locked up inside my opium den, surrounded by some Chinamen. I'd sing the song that I sang, then about the time they called me Shacky. If I could be for only an hour, if I could be for an hour every day. If I could be for just one little hour, a cute, cute in a stupid ass way. Good grief! That was um, Broken Household Appliance National Forest by Granddaddy. That was willfully arrogant in its naming. <laughs> it was good though. Um, and yeah, before that, song. that was uh, Jackie, which was the uh, which was again uh, lyrics taken from Jack Straw's diaries from when he was uh, at the Home Secretary, set to music by the band Swalker. Um, ladies, and gent- ladies and gentlemen, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are, of course, after uh, anecdotes uh, about parties that you've been to, yeah. uh, when you've let yourself down, when you've let yourself up. Nice. And, um, and and everything in between. Um, William, have you such a thing as an anecdote? Or oh, remember, but send your messages to studio at tenradio.org, go to our Facebook page, go to our website, sorry, not in or you can text us 07786202240, 20 site your message with the word studio, or go to tenradio.org and use the message box goodbye. The last one is the one to go for. Um, yeah, you're talking about what you did for your prom night. Reminded me that. Um, The prom night that was organised for our year at Stanchester... Yes. uh, It was made abundantly clear quite early on that whilst it would be in a hotel bar, the bar would have been told that nobody there was of an age to buy alcohol. Right. So it was not going to be available behind the bar. So about 20 of us decided that it was completely pointless going there (laughs) and instead um, allocated ourselves a field near (laughs) Montacute. Allocated yourselves. Yeah, we allocated (laughs) ourselves a field near Montacute, and uh, we had an absolutely lovely time. Jack Singleton uh, got into a competition with Alex, forget his surname, um, but who could drink the most milk. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. And there was an enormous amount of whiskey drunk. And about four in the morning, uh, me and, and Justin and, and Jeff, uh, we went to Cartgate truck stop and bought tea from the terrifying um, truck based services there. These was, th- these are all fine tales, weren't they? I and they were great, st- yeah, great times, great times, great times. They were uh, great times. I can remember uh, my eighteenth birthday party, uh, which turned into a bit of an all-nighter at uh, <laughs> m- mum and dad's house. Yeah. And um, I, in the morning, uh, I think it was probably, I think it's more than likely one or two in the morning. Uh, we were outside, and for some reason, I think. Uh, I, I, I must have been dressed in a silly way, or slightly worse for been. wares. I remember sort of repeatedly shouting to mum, "Mum, are you proud of me? Are you proud of me?" Yeah, I remember that, which, um, which looking back on it was actually quite a low point. I mean, it, it sounds quite desperate, doesn't it? I think it sounds like you know, look what I've managed to do, mum. It's probably what the kind of thing that Stephen Hawking shouts. <laughs> that's true. That's nice. a good point. Uh, so, um, so that's that's a hot, actually yeah, I didn't really like that anecdote so much. Are um, oh, they were terrible anecdotes? But hey. If you at home have got better anecdotes, send them in. Good. Um, we, um, we, uh, we were <laughs> Good. talking about parties because uh, we went uh, to a, uh, a holiday cottage with friends and family for my lady wife's birthday party. And uh, we had a 90s dance disco. We did. Uh, in the, uh, yeah, uh, On really the Saturday like. night and it was brilliant fun. Now, you, you may be able to hear, ladies and gentlemen, a sort of rumbling noise in the background. Uh, I'll just turn the mics up and you can have a go on this. Now, I don't know if you heard that. It's, it's not, uh, as you might imagine, the Wivy Helicopter. It is um, some rotating uh, silvery balls. The Wivy are... Whopter. The Wivy Whopter, nice. you <laughs> go. <laughs> uh, I don't think I can. Um, the the Wivy Whopter. Um, <laughs> and um, the Milverton one is called the Milvy Whopter. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so on and so forth. Stallion's just got the Stopter. <laughs> Anyway, um, yes, that, that noise in the background is is two balls gently rotating while lights flash upon them. And they've given the room a sort of disco aura, which is this, the same aura that we recreated in this cottage near Ross and Wye. And we were playing 90s dance much similar to this. We shall be dancing, will you? Uh, So, William, are you feeling a little bit happier now? What, now that I've listened to Juxtaposed with you? Yeah, by the Superfury Animals. Yes, you are. Okay, good. We've we've gotten over our little hump. Because, you see, Simon, that Mm. was what I like to refer to as better. (laughs) On every available level. Fine. Better. Fine. All right. Okay, fine. Fine, fine. Why why go out for Chips when you can stay at home and be punched in the face by a bear <laughs> until you perish? Because Chips doesn't have the bear perishing bit. 90s <laughs> disco satirised. Ladies and gentlemen, later on in the show it's we are going satire. to be um, uh, announcing the winners <laughs> yeah, and of losers of our, well, winners and less winners of our audio-pictionary competition. Loser. Uh, and we'll be announcing what the next exciting stage of the competition shall be once we've decided <laughs> upon it. <laughs> and uh, so that's something to certainly look forward to. Yes, certainly it is. Our little brother, and Yes, yeah, Richard, Richard Lee, who hopefully is listening. And if you are, Richard, high fives to you Five. Lovely stuff. High five the radio, Rich. Go on. Harder. Faster. Better. Yes, well done. Good job. Mother will be furious. <laughs> um, so Why anyway, yes, the radio from the very start. It's our, uh, it's our younger brother Richard's sixteenth birthday next week. Yep, uh, which uh, we're all jolly excited about. And yeah, so anyway, um, anyway, Rich, enjoy your sixteenth birthday. Whatever uh, you're going to do. Whatever you're going to do or become. And uh, I think William. Uh, yes, I have a song dedicated for little r- young Richard and um, you know, some some of the uh, <laughs> some of the um. Uh, some of the some of the, with it. some of the grandparents listening in might find this a bit shocking. It's the uh, sound of the future. Is one of Richard's songs that he likes. Little Deuce Deuce, with I like trains. Future music. <laughs> That was for you, Rick and Al. That was I Like Trains by Little Juice Juice. Does he like trains, Richard? Never no, really I think so. at best he's ambivalent about trains, but he likes at <laughs> best. Uh, but I, I do think he likes the uh, culture that surrounds them in a similar way that, um, you know, you can like Bob Marley, but not necessarily Toke De Three <laughs> <laughs> little birds. <laughs> um, well, there you go. So that's uh, a song for Richard. Happy birthday, Rich. Uh, Are yeah. you... Um, Mate, <laughs> what? So we've got plenty coming up. I would actually like to talk about junk mail, William. Junk mail? Yeah. Uh, and I, I received a particularly good bit of junk mail. Uh, yeah. uh, earlier in the week, and uh, I'd like to just recap over it, if you would be so kind. <laughs> I'm not going to read all of it. There are some bits that have sort of jumped out at me. The, the email began. Uh, it's from uh, Mrs. Colleen. Oh, Mrs. Colleen. She's the administrative manager at a vault of financial and security institute there in Madrid. Okay, no, she, she begins know. her uh, email with attention, <laughs> oh, which is always uh, the way I like to start my emails. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to get I people involved. Uh, basically, there's an abandoned sum of twelve point nine million US dollars. Because <laughs> you would in uh, in their safe deposit vault. This is great. Uh, this could save ten radio. Well, exactly. That's. I mean, that, that was my first thought. Yeah. So, um, and but the thing is, it, the trouble is, it belongs to one of their foreign customers, an oh, international businessman, no, no less. Uh, as it happens, business, as, you say. A business, a citizen <laughs> of our country. Uh, but but here's the here's the weird thing. They share the same surname as me, Brockhurst. How extraordinary! So this businessman that's deposited twelve point nine million dollars uh, in in this bank account in uh, in Madrid shares the same surname as me. However, here comes the crux of the issue. Yeah. This person died along with his entire family <laughs> on the eleventh of March, two thousand and six, in a ghastly car accident in Porto, Portugal. <laughs> Use the word "ghastly." We <laughs> have used the word. I mean, it sounds ghastly. Yeah. How big's this guy's family? Well, I don't know. That's been that, I mean, quite they, small. They, they if it's a car accident. <laughs> This is rendered especially ghastly by the fact there are eighteen people in it. Yeah, in a Mini Cooper. So basically, Colleen, Mrs. Colleen, uh, is uh, is looking for uh, a benefactor for these uh, funds, obviously because (laughs) just anyone with the the same surname. Yeah, well, no, 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 Um, qualifications, obviously. Well, basically, they've been been expecting a a beneficiary to come forward, but nobody came for for the claim. That's weird. Um, The Institute, this is the Institute of Financial and Security in Madrid. Has um, exploited all its ethical possibilities in, <laughs> in order to contact possible relations or inheritors. No success. They've exploited all of it. We're out of ethical possibilities. So We've run through all the available ethical. the The, the, the charities there won't touch this. No, I better send around Robin by email. So. Uh, So there you go. Um, Anyway, uh, she goes on to say, she's almost 110% sure that no one is aware of the existence of these funds. 109? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she possibly 109, could be 111%. Also, she's almost 110% sure. Significantly more elliptical than this email suggests when she was dealing with the ethical possibilities. (laughs) Nobody else knows. Or she's just mowing people down. Why not get into this car immediately afterwards with your whole family? (laughs) Well, uh, she goes on to explain that um, uh, the Bank of Spain has mandated our institute to release the funds to the inheritor. Somebody think, does know. Yeah, failure to respond to this ultimatum would legally allow the Bank of Spain to confiscate these funds as unclaimed. <laughs> She's used the word confiscate there. Yeah, confiscate. Wh- which is that? only used by proper bankers like Mrs Colleen, the administrative manager at a vault of Financial and Security Institute there in Madrid. So um so I think the situation if I follow this right. Yeah. Okay. Okay so she's she's got this money there's no heir, there's no other family members. The Institute has exploited all of their ethical <laughs> possibilities. She's almost 110% sure that no one is aware of these funds. 109. And if, unless anyone comes forward to claim this $12.9 million, um, then um, the bank would legally... The, 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 then they would be legally allowed to confiscate the funds as unclaimed. So there's some urgency here, because Colleen yeah. desperately seems to want to get rid of these funds. Yes. Yes. Um, Men must go ah, through No. No. here's the thing. Yes. Upon your acceptance to cooperate, I agree that thirty percent of this money will be for you. Really, but thirty. What happens to what's, the other seventy percent, William? I imagine, just, or eighty percent in her. I imagine. <laughs> that case. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I imagine Colleen si- will confiscate it herself. Uh, Sixty <laughs> percent will be confiscated for Mrs. Colleen. Further, ten percent will go to any acceptable charity organization. What's an unacceptable charity <laughs> organization? <laughs> I don't know, but they're not getting it. Uh... I nearly named him. Carry on. The final bit I want to talk about is that she follows that with. Please note, I have only discussed this with my husband. <laughs> <laughs> so for the time being, please communicate with him, Mister Marriott. Mister Marriott. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So uh, there oh. you go, listeners. That's a little bit of junk mail that I received. I assume it's junk mail, unless Missus Colleen is genuine. In which case, I hope she doesn't confiscate all that money and yes. gets in contact once more, Missus Colleen. If you're listening, I'm very interested. Very. Now, coming up now is a lovely bit of indie music by the lad Beck. Oh, Richard's bloody 8-bit thing's still going. How do you turn it off? There's a thing around here somewhere, I think. Hang on. Sorry about this, listeners. I'll try and get the proper indie music going. What the hell is it? Indie Drive, Engage! Lovely. That was of course the sound of a beck with girl from Guerro Coming up, listeners, we have a confluence of corners. A whole side, if you will. Simon, name one of the corners we occasionally have on the show. Oh, um we might have um Poetry Corner. That's one of the corners. And um on the rather more the rather more fruity side of things, <laughs> we might have erotica. Duncan Elliot, erotic, erotic Duncan Elliot. And so, uh, I mean, what, what, what are you getting at here, Will? We are going to cause a confluence of the two corners what? in erotic poetry corner. <laughs> My goodness me. My goodness me. Well, I, I think we're all grown-ups. Uh, it's past uh, the watershed, if you, it was on television. And why isn't this on television? Uh, and, uh, so I think we're well within our rights to place some erotic, erotic poetry, poetry in the corner. Mm. <laughs> Who wants a suck of my thumb? Me, me, me. Eagles of death metal there with, I only want you. Well, that's jolly nice of them, actually. That's uh, that's that's lovely. We've had a uh, message in on Facebook, which is on the information superhighway. There it is again. Uh, on our subject of um, party anecdotes. It's from Matt Blee. And he writes, I was invited to a party once. Yes. Oh, it goes on to say, where they were going to party like it was 1999. Matt was 12 in 1999, so he stayed at home and played Nintendos. Which is, in fairness, possibly better than going to a party. What, playing Nintendos? Yes, I would imagine so. Like it was 1999? Yes. That would probably not be that much fun. Why not? Because it was before most of the best Nintendo games. Ah, right, so this has opened up a hot topic. Knowledge. Right. Richard can email in on this one, he knows. Well, I mean, William, what were the best Nintendo games? Uh, most of the ones that came out in the N64. For example, there was the one where the theme tune ran... Legend of Zelda, Legend of Zelda, what will Zelda do when Link is there? Link has a sword and a bottle and a horse with these items he'll be Ganondorf. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's lovely. Tech... Oh, how do you turn this off? You can't. Nope. Only for that. Right, uh, Tech Chat on 10 Radio. Tech Chat. And also, we have had a message on the website. And it says, I remember, talking of parties, in my desperation for a cup of tea in the morning after one of your parties. Uh, Hello. I I think I know who this is from. Well, I think we can take a little guess. (laughs) Um, uh, I had to step over lots of sleeping bodies in the kitchen, and it wasn't until I had my tea in my hand did I realise I was just wearing my night shirt. (laughs) I yeah, explain why some of your former friends don't visit that's from Dad <laughs> oh, is it really no, it was from Mother, mother, it was from mother flashing away there that's my friends <laughs> yes uh, they call five. her the lighthouse of the South <laughs> do they really <laughs> they do uh, no I was no don't worry I was, don't worry don't worry <laughs> don't worry I was gonna mention Jonathan Creek there um, <laughs> so, this, we I think we will be uh revealing who has come first, second, third. like that. in our uh, latest competition, Audio Pictionary, the second round thereof. And uh, I will do this right now. Um, We had one, two, three, four, five, six entries, which is a record uh, in our competition. If you remember, listeners, uh, I gave uh, people clues as to what they should be drawing, and uh, then the people went ahead and drawn them. I think it's a good enough game that we should possibly just play it anyway. Uh, Maybe. We'll we'll discuss this after the next song. I'm just going to release the the results. Mm -hmm. In third place... (coughs) Dr Colin Summers. Mm. In second place... (coughs) Mum Flasher Lee. (laughs) In Mm. first place... Carla, Wife Yeomans. So, mm. now, this may seem like nepotism, but what I would urge you to do is go to com. go to the page that's called You Do It, and uh, have a look at the pictures. They're all up there. Um, Carla's uh, were spectacular. The league table currently stands. If you, if you remember, listeners, we've been running competitions every show for the past so many weeks, uh, and on the first show in May, we will be reading out the final positions in this league table, and those people will win a prize. Mm. In first place currently is... Barry off to Spain for 10 radio Summers with Woo! 16 points. Woo! In second place <laughs> is Colin the Doctor Summers with 14 points. All to play for there in the Summers household. In third place, joint is Carla and Yoda. In fifth place is John Lyon of this very parish and Mother with six points. So these people have got it all to play for as we go into the next round of the competition. Not entirely sure yet what the competition will be because we're not prepared. <laughs> so good luck. Good luck. We will know. We'll be telling you what the competition is uh, possibly in the next link if we think of one. And uh, stay tuned. Oh, if you if you're interested, the answers were uh, question one was a racing car. Oh yeah, this is pertinent, isn't it? Question two, what well, drawing two was a man drumming with a hat on and oh, number three oh, yes he did yes uh and uh, number three was a bus so um have <laughs> a look at sorry not in service.com and see what how our entrance did uh, how close they got uh most of them were way off because um because it's audio pictionary because they can't draw the buffoons <laughs> no because it's audio pictionary here is a lovely song for a friend of ours from last weekend milky ah, oh, oh, milky milky, milky. <laughs> And feeling real dry? Well, head on down to your nearest chemist. It's Brad's drink. Brad's drink is 100% water and tested on all known living creatures, alive or dead. It's Brad's drink. Brad's drink. What represents 60% of your chemical composition? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I really, I really don't know. It's Brad's drink. Well, that's that's. Uh, I'm delighted to hear it. Yes, Brad's drink. Um, lovely. Well, listeners, um, you, you, we have decided on a competition. We certainly have, and it's going to take a little bit of explaining, but um, the best things often do. <laughs> <laughs> Name something that doesn't need explaining can. Um listeners when we were uh, when before we started this show uh, I always wanted to call the radio show um, sorry not in service. Yeah. Uh, and I think William agreed. Yeah yeah that's uh, a good one to go for. And uh, but but we just the day after we did our first show I realized that actually perhaps I had a better name for it. Well, we went through a series of... We, we workshopped the name after we started. <laughs> which was which careless. Was perfect time. Yeah, absolutely, and I think it sort of set the bar for how we've carried on, really. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the um, leading... Seeing this show. L- ...leaders uh, of the uh, of the Other Name pack was Moira Stewart's Ultimate Night Out. Yeah. We kind of wanted to call the show Moira Stewart's Ultimate Night Out, and this is going to be the basis for the next fortnight's worth of competition for you to enter. We'd like you to... Um, uh, think about what would be involved in Moira Stewart's night out ultimate night out what would moira like to get up to who would she like to hang out with what food and drink would she like to partake uh, and uh, email your theories for they will be yeah. to um sorry not in service at yahoo.co.uk and again we'll pick out uh, the best 3 and uh, uh, side is uh, <laughs> <laughs> assign points uh, to those uh, best three and they will go into the league table and uh, it will be the penultimate competition before our grand reveal It will be, won't it? Uh, in the first show in May, which um, I've forgotten the date of So Here's a fun thing What's that? I think, actually, a degree of empirical evidence in what Moira Stewart would look for in a nice out would probably improve the chances of winning this competition Oh, so I mean, if you went to look at her Wikipedia's page and sort of yeah worked 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 back from studied there. studied what it is that she enjoys what makes her tick yep then uh, yeah you know, that's that's actually we'll qu- fix her switches <laughs> well quite uh, that's um that's very true um actually William what was <laughs> very true what was talking about sort of um the internet and uh, oh. Moira, Moira Stewart what was her um her first um uh, tentative steps in Twitter uh, I think the very first tweet that uh, Moira Stewart ever sent was. Fiona Bruce. <laughs> Just say Fiona Bruce. Yep. yep. And then she said, Moira Stewart is new to Twitter and confused. <laughs> and then she said, Fiona Bruce. <laughs> first, Best Twitter account I know of. First three tweets from Moira <laughs> on Stewart. Three. Only three <laughs> tweets. Bless her. Give up on that. She tried really hard to get in contact with Fiona. Why have you got my job? Um would probably be the uh, the topic that's, that's the Bruce's middle name pretty much <laughs> that is true um the next song I'm going to play William is called Aisha hey you're going to play it to the listeners as well I am actually that's true if they are listening and um and it's they're not. Aisha by Death in Vegas featuring Iggy Poo Pants do enjoy Goodness me, that was... Uh, what the devil was that? That was uh, Death in Vegas with Iggy Poo Pants uh, with their <laughs> song it Aisha, uh, who it, it, it appears was a murderer, baby. And uh, really? so keep your lookout if you're in the ten parishes. Should Aisha should be there? Because he's a murderer. Um, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, you, you might recall a few weeks ago... I've gone very sleepy. We, uh, we had a special guest in the studio, Mr Dave Running Man Irwin. I do remember Mr Dave Running Man Irwin. He was over there. Yep, running around. So, um, anyway, he's got, Dave's got a, a book spider. out uh, called Everything Will Work Out in the Long Run. And uh, I've received my copy. I've read my copy, had my own little sort of reading marathon, finished a book in three days. Pretty good, I'm sure hey. you'll agree. Chalk that one up. And um, it's absolutely superb. It really is a, a, a great read. So I could encourage everybody to go to uh, Dave's Facebook page, which I think is called Everything Will Work Out in the Long Run hyphen book. Something like and, that, uh, and, and and sort of express an interest in buying it because it really is uh, absolutely terrific. It is an absolute belter. Um, uh, apparently, <laughs> <laughs> I bought my copy this morning. I was going to try and comment on it, realize I've got nothing to say. Uh, it's right, uh, it's good. Yeah, it's a good. It's a real book, which yeah. was the surprise. I'd say it also appears to be better printed and bound than the Quantock Horde. Yes, that's true. Which is our marker for um, for all things literature based. Um, so yes, go and uh, search out <laughs> all Dave. things literal. And thank you, William. Thank you. And, uh, and, and go and buy his book. Um, this mm-hmm. next piece of music is goes out to my lovely lady wife. You're a piece of music. Carla. and uh, Because it's her birthday next week. And um, I uh, was going to play this at the discotheque on Saturday night. Uh, yes. But I balked the idea of playing a song that's eight minutes long. And uh, she got a little bit uh, Irritated by that, and so I'm going to make amends by playing it now, Milady. This is for you. This is uh, the Faithless Band with Insomniacs. So, um, Merry Christmas, birthdays, okay. lady. Horrible. I think, that was terrible. I think I've, I've just seen. I, I've just seen what William would look like if he was had spent several years on heroin and then had his first day off. He was crawling up and down was, the walls, just screaming. Yeah, and, it just, that was just horrible. And, <laughs> poop in a heath, whatever tab tights off with her teeth. <laughs> and then that, that. Oh, my skin feels horrible. Like I've just been punching a badger. Well, that was um, Faithless with Insomnia. <laughs> <laughs> do, do uh, you know what's weird, right? I was falling asleep before that came on. Insomnia, suddenly I'm all awake with rage. Yeah. That's not how it's supposed to work. So that goes out to my lady wife, Carla. Happy birthday. God, I hate you. (laughs) I hope I've made you very happy in as much as I've made William very unhappy and quite unstable. That was disgusting. (laughs) I I really... I feel properly horrible. My skin is itchy. That's not right. Well, that's the power of dance. That's not the power of dance. Look, William, I think whilst we're... I think we should continue the bicker off air. No, no. I think (laughs) I'm going to drop this character and go back to sleep afterwards. (laughs) It's not a character. That was horrible. I... Oh, it sounded worse out out there because if you walk out the studio, Mm. suddenly it's echoey, like you're in an idiot's house and you can't escape it. We wouldn't normally end on such a sort of vitriolic note, but um, but we seem to be Jurassic Park (laughs) themed. That normally calms you right down, Dr. Grant. Uh, So, ladies and gentlemen, this has been sorry not in service for the past uh, well nearly two hours, and uh, William's disgusted. Oh God. I can still feel it (laughs) Remember to uh, take part in our competition uh, Moira Stewart's Ultimate Night Out Let us know what would be involved in Moira's Ultimate Night Out I dare say it wouldn't be listening to Faithless over and over again No, it wouldn't She'd, she'd have a more of a cerebral record collection, I'm sure. Um, uh, yeah, send your ideas, your theories to sorrynotinservice at yahoo.co.uk and uh, you might win points towards prizes during our next show. Uh, there'll be a podcast up over the weekend uh, and uh, there'll be the full show up on Mixcloud, I'm sure. William, are you coming round yet? It's like it's induced a hangover in me. It's just gone, now you feel as if you've had a terrible night. <laughs> Uh, yes, there we go. Uh, I've got one. How many varmints? One, one varmint. More to come. More to so, come. if you're sat at home thinking, I hope there's many varmints coming, well, then, then, then you're in you're in for a treat. Yes. So stay tuned to Tech Radio. It's part of the, part of it's just temptation. It's the joy <laughs> of it. Just dangling a couple of varmints in front of your face, and <laughs> this is Billy Bragg with Cindy of a Thousand Lives, William. Good night <laughs> Gordano, that was the podcast Gordano William's still a little bit grumpy because of the pop music I was playing for my wife It was awful <laughs> I've never seen him so worked up and it so was... consistently worked up I'm still, I honestly my skin is still itchy it was just repellent it was re- it, yeah, I don't feel good. No, no, stop it. I'm on the heath. I'm tired. What? <laughs> I can't get no sleep. Um, oh, yeah, so I've, I've really upset William. We have a 40-minute drive home. It's not going to be pretty. I've still had enough of like a, a mental and emotional wreck after last weekend and I've introduced this Friday evening. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> So anyway, um, we'll be back in a couple of weeks' time, I think the 21st, and um, so join us then, 8 till 10, um, on 10radio.org. And remember to enter our competition, uh, What Would Moira Stewart's Ultimate Night Out Be Like? Uh, send your ideas to sorry not in service at yahoo.co.uk. Yes, do that. Bye. Bye.